tell him I found what I was supposed to be looking for. The simple truth. And what was that? You don't have to kill to be a man. Too, ain't that fucked up, and they did it so appropriately. Cheyenne, the sorceress was on the wedding day. That's why I know this came before Renegade. Because I found Renegade when Jason was a Sid's baby in 1990. I was like, I remember her from Beastman. Maybe it was the other way around. I watched this. I mean, this Nineteen ninety nine to two thousand two. Really? Yeah, it was uh, loosely based on the nineteen eighty two MGM film The Beastmaster, which is itself loosely adapted from the novel The Beastmaster by Andre Norton. That's why three seasons.
roster again. One night. One night. Some people aren't ready to stop masking, but coming slowly but surely. March 14, 2022 will be the worst week for three unlucky zodiac signs. Let's see. This full moon in Virgo isn't fooling around. I'd like to see where the one is that, uh... <clears throat>
I didn't break my string. But thank you, Miss Fortune. What? Street hiding secret that it's so haunted you have to sign waiver to move there. Wingate's Grove in West Hooton, Bolton was said to be haunted by a poltergeist throughout the 1990s. 
terrifying all those who lived on it. Manchester Evening News, it was over in England. The spirit was said to have attached itself to a row of council houses and tormented families for years. Outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. It's uh, a weird form of uh, pneumonia, I believe. It's this type type of uh, toxic. Uh, Two are dead and fourteen are hospitalized. And something about. Yeah, it looks CBS Los Angeles. Something about water. It's contaminated water or something.
against the reason it's on when I never knew it was on.
That was ridiculous. That was fucking just, it just felt right, but then, I'm like, dude, I shouldn't know this shit. <laughs> I think you deserve a kiss. I don't like know. That. I mean, I mean, men have been kissed for less. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, not by you, but I mean. Man, just get it so easy, you know, usually. You just drive a hard bargain for your kisses, I'm telling you. I don't know if anybody else has been uh, in a relationship with Cat Hancock, but she drives a hard bargain for that damn kisses. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you. Damn. Hey, hey, yes. You should reach over here and uh, peck me for good luck on this next song. I don't know what the song is going to be, but you know, it should be something. It's gonna be All you get is a I love you. What the fudge, man? I tried kissing you and got laughed in my mouth. You know, you should have kept on kissing me. You could have shut me up instantly. You just looked, no, at, you just looked at me. It doesn't work. I've uh, tried uh, that. Uh, uh, you can kiss me all you want. I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh. I'm. I'm not gonna stop. If you start laughing, okay, I'm just gonna kiss you and fuck you at the same time, okay? I know I can do two things at once. It's crazy. Sexiest all that you've ever ever now. Make me feel Turn me on Turn me 
The turtle. Turtle is very, very, very jealous. I have turtle heat melt in my mouth. Well, we talked about other turtles in your mouth. That's just not okay. It's not okay. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Nope. There's nothing okay about this right now. Raw with the internet. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, stupid. And this Turtles is over a hundred years old. Milk chocolate didn't come until later. Baby, baby, cause high heels up. It's gonna show me right here cause I can see right underneath. It's too bad thing, yeah. You better not cross your own one measure. Oh, you're right. I don't remember the red one saying original. But I know I'm right. It was dark chocolate first. Actually, dark chocolate was the first chocolate. Well. Monks made it. Those Google damn monkeys. I don't even I don't even do nothing. What? Chocolate? Mm-hmm. It was monks. I think Spanish monks to be precise. And it was dark chocolate. They made chocolate first. It was a uh mm. luxury mm. that queens and kings and nobles. You know my favorite thing about it smooths out the wine. In that mouthful, it's it it uh it accentuates not only, the, it almost like magnifies the dark chocolate, but it also magnifies the wine, even if it's cheap shit wine. I was too young to remember Try the name of the wine. But when I was up there in New York, when we went to that rich guy's house, he had these little, they were truffles, but he had this fruity wine, and then mixed it together. Oh my God, it was fucking pure heaven. I just kept sitting there eating dark chocolate truffles and drinking that wine. I got so sick. It wasn't as good the second time. <laughs> I like pecans. Hmm? I do. Oh, 
Would you touch me? Would you touch me? Hey, oh, would you help me to carry the storm? Open your hearts. break just left it right at that just cliffhanger of oh, what the frick this has happened single apartment right after I sold my house and um, I Is that the only apartment you had? I've had another apartment before that. Yeah. I just wondering, Mary. No, I'm thinking about it. I, did, I just want to think. You ready? Quickly. I can pretty much do it. Uh, 
Yellow House grew up, went to Pink House, and in between building the the uh, house next to Victorian crazy, you know, dollhouse that, you know, whatever. Then they got the basically stucco house that was kind of nice, had the basement, and then basically the little yeah, movie theater team. Everybody was, everything was more focused on just making everybody all happy with the movies. Anyways, that was my whole life. And then, um, then I left house and went to college for Washington State University, and I stayed in a dorm. It was it was four years or five years type of thing, but it was basically it was five years. But then, um, in this one, it was kind of okay. Let me show. In one in one town, it was three probably, and then it went it went dorm. It went dorm apartment. Dorm. Yeah, dorm apartment then dorm, and because I wanted to come back and actually again try and influence, uh, try and uh, be a, be a a a leader. Very much like me. I was like basically, I was like an undercover brother of just like being uh, you know, older and then being with all the freshmen, just kind of being like, you know, I'd be crying on my shoulder and I'd be like, you'll be fine. I've been there. Anyways, I just did it. You know, even though I didn't have to, but it's fun for me. Anyways, so then I went through that, like that, and then I basically met Kim or whatever, like the Kim thing, and then I went back to, uh, then I moved to the city though, so then I went to an apartment with her and I lived in like this fucking crazy ass apartment where like this like the old lady down the thing smoked weed and I thought she was a bad girl and I said what not a little grandma but at the same time I didn't really give a shit but at the same time I was like well you know I thought decrepit you know I was taught to and raised to you know people who smoke weed and so pretty much just like you know yeah he is one I know just a, just a deadbeat slow buddy I guess anyway so here we are um I hit this Alright, so that, that was the first, that was the first apartment, I guess, right? Because I went dorm, <coughs> it was kind of like a, you know, offing apartment, I guess that was apartment, but it's like a dorm apartment. <coughs> in in <coughs> a college town, you know, so I don't really count it. I don't count it. I just don't count it. It's not the same. It's an apartment. It's off campus, but I don't count it. Okay? It's not the same. Anyways. <laughs> Then I went to Spokane, and then I went to one one apartment. And do, <coughs> do we stay in another place? Sorry. Oh, I kind of stayed at this one place one time. It was like a, why was I staying there? I lived, I lived with some people apart from Kim. Oh yeah, because I went, I went through the nursing school thing, and I lived in this one apartment with this one bunch of motherfucking fools. I totally forgot that was a whole life life. Holy shit, I had like five brothers I actually lived with. I totally forgot that fucking whole history. Five people? Holy shit! You There's... lived with five other Bro. guys? Bro, let's actually figure this out. There was four you of them, I think. figure it out. I know, I'm trying. Something about Philip, maybe. He was like the head person, I don't know. He was, he was like, he was like, oh, redhead, orange, 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 something about... But uh, being being married, married something about married. I don't know, Phil, Phil, maybe it's Phil. And then there was uh, something about a, a a trucker. He was very interesting. He ended up being a, uh, in, in the medic. He wanted to become a medic, uh, some sort. Eventually, in his I don't know what his name is, but he was a uh, it was cool. Uh, what was his name? He kind of was like he's really really he was just the right way. His parents actually helped helped support him throughout. Where he just like, you know, his dad wanted to be a surgeon, but let him basically go into whatever he wanted to fucking do. And he kind of just like, you know, figured the fuck out. Looked like he was going nowhere, and then all of a sudden he figured it out. 
lo and behold, ended up becoming a doctor, going to medical school. You know, sort of five years later, after you know, typically, traditionally, you kind of just like go from one, 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 you know, all the way up to one, two, three. But now this guy, he took a break. I can't remember his name though. I really can't. And then there's the two other guys. Barely remember faces. There's, I'm slowly getting there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. What else do I know? Mm. Anyways. Yeah, I live with him. Phil, Philip, Trucker. Well, this is another different. These are four different guys. I only know about this guy's name and that he was with this one chick and she had pretty hair and she was like a mermaid. I don't think she was a mermaid, but that's cute. Yeah. And, but this other guy was another name, but I don't know his name. And then there's another guy and another guy. Anyways, um, yeah, they were good. They were good guys, but like they were just like I don't know. They just played basketball. You know, they just got together to play basketball. That was like that was pretty much like that was like them. Yo, Saturday, get some hoops. Cool. And then, but I didn't mean to do that. Man, it was weird too. I don't remember that. One of them was trying to basically, like, you know, he was really, he was really having a hard time keeping it in his pants. Honestly, he was having, and I remember him having such a hard time because him and his girl wanted to really, like, it would get risque, but then she was really trying to keep himself, keep herself all clean. And he was wanting to, you know, basically rub the nubules, but then he was having his own little, you know, I need to go to the Bible. And he was like, he really pushing down. It was really cute watching him just like, you know, go back and forth. And I'm just sitting here and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And when was this a part of your life? Whew. Were you in college? Um, man, this is shit that I just zoned out on. Uh, this is life before you met Kim. Or... This is when I met Kim, and I was with her, and none of them liked her, which is probably a bad sign. Um, <laughs> Should have been your first. Kid. I know, right? Um, and they never really saw her much, and she never really came to visit. I always went to visit her. It's kind of the same thing with number two type of thing. I'm pretty used to just kind of like bending over backwards and just taking up the ass from like you know expectation. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks. I get their shit. They shit on you, so you get to shit on me. I got it. What the fuck am I shitting on you for? Not. Not this moment, you're not. Oh my god. Okay, well I can't wait to shit on you for the next moment and then just so you, like see so you justified all that thing we had to talk that one night. March. Thirteenth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Lo and behold, she'll remember. No, don't worry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, as, as opposed to the men out there, what I recommend is you probably start your little, like, you know, keep dot, keep google.com, you know, notepad or something like that. So every time Everybody that you... Everybody feels sorry for every, No, it's every time you basically got something, just be ready for it because, you know, treat it like shit. So then you have to, like, almost, like, chronological, like, when you don't basically treat her like shit. So basically take it every hour and then be like, okay, this is the hour I didn't treat her like shit. I actually did. And this is the hour I basically was, like, you know, hyper-polished. You know, in in the in the trade of things, and then when she comes in with the with the card of like, you know what? Yeah, see, uh, April second at seven thirty a.m. You woke up and you were a piece of shit to me, and uh, you were there. You were a piece of shit for about ten minutes, um, and then you know we kind of like you know got feisty for the rest of it because it was all about this. What happened at seven thirty 
five for ten minutes, whatever. Seven <sighs> thirty, and uh, that's pretty much was the whole day. And then we basically got over it. You know, we basically kissed, made up, had sex. Basically, I pounded you, just said, you know what, sorry for being an asshole, and uh, you know what. You think that makes it all better? I mean, that's basically what makeup sex is for. That's what I'm just saying. It just kind of just like rolls into it. But really, it's more just kind of just, uh, you know, we, we, we hash it over ice cream. That's usually what it comes down to. So we hash it over ice cream, and then March or April 7th or whatever thing comes around, and we move on with our day. But then, here's what happens, man. Here's what you're going to be able to do. Yeah, Once you get through that day, I probably do it afterward because time is the best medicine. But keep it fresh, probably the next day. Once you've like made it up, probably bring her breakfast in bed, you know. And then as she's eating and when she's in full chew, you want to pull up with the yeah, little, uh, little Google.com, Google Doc, whatever you have. So and then just remind that little bitch, okay. All right, so we had a moment yesterday that, you know, you actually thought I was being a bitch, but really you uh, you yeah, you came out, you came at me strong, I came at you strong, here we are. But here, and then if you have the cool projection thing for your phone, because you can project the phone now onto the wall and shit, it's kind of cool. I don't know if it works, but it's like from like, you know, hashtag somewhere in Japan, hashtag somewhere Asian. I know, right? Kind of cool. Anyways, but you can do that shit. I actually decided to do it once, and it was it was the stupidest contraption. It was just like you put the phone in it and just magnified it from like almost like a Burger King box or something like that. It just happened to have like a... A little bit of a zoom to it or something. Light. I don't know how. It's just it was a mirror. It was, just, it was bad. Anyways. um, Yeah. And you're going to project literally all of the all the hours that you did do some work to. And you're like, alright, one versus. And then you're just going to list it. And it's probably going to be a while. You know, because you've probably taken it. It's it, Mind you, it's April. It's April uh, 6th. That you're an asshole in this metaphorical land that we're talking about later on. And from, what, March 13th till April 6th of this assholey moment, right? That's a lot of good moments, I would say, right? So this, like, you know, this naughty, naughty, naughty by nature sort of thing. I mean, what the fuck is the, was the point in contrast? You mean you got a, you got a, you got a heavy monster going on from, like, hours of April, of, of March 13th till April 6th. Of being a gentle man, of being uh, Tim the Tool Man's best wannabe young fit fiddle for her, for his queen. You know what I'm saying? The knight in shining armor comes swooping in, saving fucking uh, lighters from the from the butt crack of your furniture over there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you did. I'm eventually going to, yeah. <laughs> now he's using examples he hasn't even done. Duh. Because that's what men do. Okay? Oh, you're so bullshit.
because we can't just be hopping about and literally be achieving all the things you want me to be opening. Like I didn't pickle, ask you to. Like pickle jars. But by and, the way you said that, I really thought you had. Yeah, because so, I already ha I already had in my mind because I just basically was putting on this do list once I begged her that way to be able to steal either a kiss, a Kleenex, or anything else. Usually, if I move, I usually want to like get two things out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, why would I spend so much time moving? <sighs> do you think it's easy keeping this fucking body a ship shape shop? You know what I'm saying? So so pristine. <sighs> it's moving into bruising. Okay. Swear. I want that other jalapeno, but I'm scared it's going to give me heart. Yeah, don't do that right now. What is wrong with you? And you've already acquired all the things you require. Do not even, dude, dude, don't, don't, don't <laughs> go down that road. I still want something to eat, though. The salad and ice cream didn't fill me up. Well, you fucking didn't eat any protein. Go get some nuts, you nuts. I don't want no nuts. I'm going to sleep this item here in a minute. You're a nuts, hell. My favorite nut of all. Full of protein, that's what you are. Yeah, we gotta mm -hmm. say that. I could have some cereal. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. It does have vitamins. And probably something that gets into our blood that controls us, makes us stupider. Most likely. Oh, I think I just got the frame. Oh, I did. You want to see my new frame? You got the best frame that's fucking in the game. There's no better frame than that. There's none. I already know that. Like, literally, I'd be surprised if you find a better one than that. It's got a rainbow. And it's got neon lights. It's like a fucking bar. My next She goes again Every morning is the same You walk on by my house I wanna call out your name I wanna tell you how beautiful you are From where I'm standing You got me thinking what we could Because I keep craving, craving You don't know it but it's true Can't in my mouth to say the words they want to say to you this is typical of love can't wait anymore i won't wait i need to tell you how i feel when i see us together forever in my dreams you're with me will be everything i want it to be in front We walk, we laugh, we speak. 
spend our time walking by the ocean side. Our hands are gently intertwined. All right, you got the you got the picture. Can I do better? I don't know. Can I do it my way? Sure. What's better? I don't know. Because you essentially have him singing it, and then have uh, Carrie Underwood sing it. Who does it better? You can't compare those two things. What's wrong with y'all? Makes some sense. Songs require a lot of blasting. Control yourself at all, it's hilarious. They don't let me ride horses, they say I have to ride boots, wear boots or something. Something stupid. 
looking so crazy right now, you love. Got me looking so crazy right now. Got me looking so crazy right now, you touch. You were looking so crazy right now. Got me hoping you'll pitch me right now. Your kiss got me hoping you'll save me right now. Looking so crazy, you love. Got me. Got me. Got me. Shed, shed it up. You got me looking so crazy right now. You touch. You me looking so crazy right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You're looking so crazy right now. So crazy. My baby. I'm not myself lately. I'm blue. I don't, don't do this I've been playing myself Baby, I don't care Cause your love got the best of me you know. Baby, you're making a fool of me You got me sprung and I don't care who's seen Cause baby, you got me, got me so crazy, baby Mamacita Maybe if you get up early morning to go potty, we turn the heater on in the bathroom and make sure the door shuts all the way. Mm -hmm. So it warms. I just turn the heater off in there. It's kind of cold in there now. But the door is locked open too. This is about as healthy as I could make it. Got iron, so you kill it. Calcium.
And I'm the one who is the you are, and we're all that it is, and that y'all. How are P E R F E C T O A C T I T U T O B? Oh, that's it. How P E R F E C T O A C T I T U T O B? Officer, officer, no, no, really. I, I don't mean to be such a bitch, but I. Just love oh saying L-A-W-E-S-O-M-E You are a W-E-S-O-M-E You are a W-E-S-O-M-E You are a W-E-S-O-M-E
Floating in a most peculiar way And the stars look very different today But here I'm sitting in a tin can Far above Planet Earth is blue. Nothing I can do. Shit 
knows which way to go Tell my wife I love her very much She knows Ground control Major tone Your circuit's dead There's something wrong Can you hear me? Major tone Can you Why Dolly Parton's th theme park just closed down during opening weekend because of the weather. Not for good. Y'all, I hate it when they do that. I know. They fucking get you with the fucking stupidity. I know, but I'm not even clicking on it because I know it's Tennessee and it's winter time and she couldn't open because of the weather. It's clickbait. Happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, Google. What actress sat on a tank during the Vietnam War and pissed America off? Jane Fonda. That's who it was. Jane Fonda. I knew it was one of the famous ones. How Jane Fonda became the most hated woman in America. Her father was legendary. Because she sat on one of the Vietnamese tanks? Mm-hmm. How... Yep. Because I see her looking... I sit on a Vietnamese For tank. Jane Fonda, the year 1968 began and ended in bed. The bed at the start was literal. This bed, which she shared with her then-husband, New Wave rake, rake Roger Vandom, was in Jane's honey color stone farmhouse in a hamlet west of Paris. Jane was pregnant and at risk of miscarrying under orders to rest. Outside, descent was mountain. Inside, there was television on television. There was the war. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. Jane paid attention and she was devastated. Jane began meeting with GI resistors. One of them gave her a book, The Village of Ben Suck. It was an account of a U.S. military operation that leveled a North Vietnamese farming village, leaving no trace behind. 
later she would write that the book had blown me wide open. Yeah, pretty much. She went over there and on... Jane Fonda, American, traitor, bitch, Barbella, it has been said, been said, was a favorite pinup of G.I.'s at the time. But she went and sat on the enemy's tanks. She went and to the enemy. She didn't come to our troops to help them. She went to theirs. Because she thought she was bigger and better of like, you know, don't kill the families. So she went to the families. Right. You know, the families were. By the end of the war, this image of Fonda had been replaced by another one. The photograph of Jane straddling a Vietnamese air, anti-aircraft gun. A gun that had been used to shoot down American planes. Literally. On her infamous trip to North Vietnam in 1972, during the visit at the invitation of the Vietnam Committee for Solidarity with the American People, Jane visited a kindergarten and an agricultural co-op. She toured, she did a whole bunch of things, but tonight, when you are alone, ask yourselves, what are you doing, she pleaded, on at least one of these broadcasts. She called the war an American tragedy. Here she is in uh, Barbella, 1968. Her, she was on Golden Pond. Her, Henry Fonda was her father. He was like one of the most famous. Mm. But and she was America's sweetheart. wasn't after that. Oh, I'm going to throw up again. Huh. Huh. Why don't you react to this? Jamie Lee Curtis reminds me of Jane Fonda. That's why I always get him mixed up. Right. Look at this. I don't understand in Vietnamese and just pissed me off so I pulled out my knife and I killed him. Another time I had a, a friend of mine kill him and I was very upset and I asked this Vietnamese for his ID card and he said, Kambiak, and it means I don't understand in Vietnamese and just pissed me off so I pulled out my knife and I killed him. And uh, it didn't bother me at all. I just called in and I said, one VC kill him. And they said, how do you know he's on VC? And I said, because he's dead. And they laughed and said, okay, <laughs> you know.
And by the time it would get up to the high command, you know, he killed 50 of them because they couldn't say that they, they lost five men taking one. So the body count's a bunch of shit. You know, what they say and what they get is different things. Like, you read the newspaper, on Operation Medina, uh, 200 of us went out and about 47 of us made it back. And they just ambushed us and wiped the hell out of us. And I didn't, I didn't see any gooks, man. They were sitting in the trees dropping grenades on us and they had machine guns on the front and the side. And uh, the newspaper said we had all these kills. You know, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. I never saw any kills. But they just didn't want, like, to admit that all those men got killed for nothing. Another time I had a, a friend of mine killed and I was very upset. And I asked this Vietnamese for his ID card and he said, and it means I don't understand in Vietnamese. And just, just pissed me off. A black shoulder region message left by the Viet Cong during the Vietnam War says, U.S. Negro Army men, you were committing the same agrominous crimes in South Vietnam that the KKK clique is perpetuating against your family at home. 1970. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's uh, predictable and it's like it's it's intolerant and essentially the same thing's going to be happening today. Do you know why? Because the Christians do the same thing. They essentially come back and they have a spirit count how many fucking souls they saved today. Just because they don't want to come back and actually be empty handed. Same thing with American government. They're going to fucking blow up and be like, oh yeah, we killed so many. We, we earned so much. You know what I'm saying? But that's what basically, that's just media, that's just how media propaganda goes though, because essentially it's how much you, it's how much you sa uh, save, not how much you spend at the fucking grocery store, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's stupid. You saved $29! Well, I spent 290 <laughs> No one reports that shit. Why do I need 290 worth of fucking uh, groceries for two people? You don't. So all of a sudden, actually, my propaganda, I showed how much of a good shopper I was, but really, I was a fucking uh, unfrugal little fucking greedy little bitch. But it's basically how you present your your presentation of yourself, <laughs> what you're focusing on. <laughs> People are stupid. <sighs> Been laughing at humans since Lawrence remembered how the Oscar winner Robin Williams warned him to stay away from drugs, particularly cocaine. He was the first adult who really let me in on his condition. Like, really let me in, a Boy Meets World actor said. I mean, as bright as he was on camera, and I would go visit him in his trailer to talk to him. It was painful for him. It's really painful for him. He didn't hide it. He talked to me about it. Who? Robin Williams. About? I can't figure it out just yet. Probably his mental health or something, but... Some probably drugs. Uh, yeah. Spent ten years doing something very stupid every day. Do not do it. <laughs> I stayed away from it because of him. 
That's cool. I did not know that. Lawrence then revealed that the Goodwill Hunting Star was the reason he scored his role in Mrs. Doubtfire. It's this kid. Man. Mm -hmm. That's cool, because he would have turned into a fucking, you know, a, uh, a, a psychopath. A trained psychopath, probably, with his good looks and looking like a little fucking, like, Peter Pan. He, he would have been too far too fast. You know what I'm saying? He would have burned out real quick, especially on the coke. Some of the olders, like Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Robin Williams, um, they honestly did try saving the younger ones. To this day, my favorite interview of uh, Robin Williams was on uh, Johnny Carson. And it was right after he did Popeye, his first movie, and Christopher Reeves had done Superman, and they were, <coughs> they had met with their agent or something, and they were leaving, and instead of taking a taxi, they decided to walk down the street, because their agent said, you won't be able to do it much longer, because you'll be so famous. And they were like, ah, bull. So they go walking down the street, right? And this is Robin Williams telling it, and I'm not doing as good a job as he is. And so uh, they're walking down the street, and he said, they're kind of strutting, waiting for somebody to recognize them. Do you know what I mean? Waiting for something, because they're so famous now, like he said. And uh, all of a sudden, they notice these young girls up ahead, real pretty, looking and pointing at them. They're like, mm -mm, we got it. They think we're good looking. We think they're good looking. As they're coming up to them, and as they're passing, and Chris and Robin's head's getting bigger and bigger, the girls go, look, it's Popeye and Superman. They didn't give a shit about their looks. They just recognized him from the movies. <laughs> He said our our egos went boom. <laughs> he said they deflated so fast. We got a taxi. <laughs> oh, I thought that was he did such a better job telling that story. <laughs> and the way he did it, he built them up like you know they're so full of themselves. And then he like when the girls go look, it's but you can just see the deflation. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Robin was so good at that shit. Johnny was laughing so hard he had tears coming out of his eyes. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Carson. The original best talk show host there ever was. Right. He doesn't seem fake like uh, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Fallon. He was not fake, honey. Jimmy Fallon just like laughs at everything. It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. At least uh, the other guy, he just kind of smiled at it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you'd hold it in. He didn't laugh at ridiculous at everything. Johnny, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. But there was times that Johnny would lose it. There was one time Johnny lost it so hard on TV. Because remember, his shows were live in the beginning. We didn't have this tape and do all that. I remember one when I was a kid. Johnny started laughing so fucking hard he couldn't control it. He fell out of his chair during the interview. He was literally laughing so hard. So 
him being able to control it, yes, great. But when he lost it like that, we loved it even better. My dad fell out of his chair laughing at Johnny falling out of his chair, which it just is chain reaction. It was wonderful. I laughed my ass off at my father. That's not funny, ZK. Oh, but it was, Daddy. But it was. I swear you're wrong. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Why are you crying, baby? about to cry at the end. I always like cry at the beginning before I even know it. I can feel it coming and then I cry preemptively because I can already know what's going to happen. It's almost like when you fucking can like feel like you're about to read something it's going to make you cry. But as a as a, as a clairvoyant in training, you don't know how to, tra how to control these powers. So you get fucked a little bit. Anyways, this... What? I think... Crying because uh, this guy, this guy from Rhode Island, he uh, he lost his dad as a surfer, and now he, he helps other people who lost their people in the, in the COVID shit. And uh, he puts their names on the surfboard. He goes for one last wave. Cool, yeah.
never imagined when I started this project that, that I'd get messages like this and uh, you know, it really motivates me to continue on with it. And I promised Jen that I would get Peyton out in the water and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to write her name down now and uh, I'll see you out there, sweet girl. imagine when I started this project that, that sympathy on here though and I'm might not be like rainy enough it's supposed to rain though, later in the day most we'll probably have maybe a half day like Saturday I'll see that's your weather forecast it's also gonna after Tuesday though it's gonna go back to the 70 80s no it's lower this is the highest mm -hmm. chance it's like 90% then it goes to 40 50 of the day Wednesday on it's like all, all week, but you know, it's the rainy season of fucking Oregon, you know, welcome to Oregon now, we're back, spring to fall, only lets up in the winter a little bit.
been here a little bit. I always wanted to live on this side of the state. I've studied it for a little bit, but I've never actually lived here. Totally different climate than the east side, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to live out here because it's actually the more moderate. You only get you like you get fifties and forties as the lowest. You know what I'm saying? Like we've had close we've had lower this year, but usually typically I meant just fucking snowbird, you know what I'm saying? So then come back around March, then all of a sudden you got fifties again. Like right now. Mm-hmm. surf one day. I've always known that. I tried <clears throat> the boogie board but I could never surf. My ankles weren't strong enough even before I broke them. I had weak ankles. One of the things that so is disappointed my trainers. I had to overcome the weak ankles and learn other moves. You have Achilles ankle, huh? What? You have Achilles ankle, huh? Yeah, it was my weak spot, my ankles. Makes me think more Athena. I think Athena's son was uh, Achilles. I think you're right. And every dragon has to have a weak spot on his armor. It just depends on where it is. And it changes according to, according to the Blade series. As the uh, vampires developed, there was always a fucking weak spot. Only one, right? You had to go, either, either, or that, or cut off their head, but that's what's you know? Cutting off the head is hard to get. You have to have like a multiple swing. Once you actually do this, you know, person actually usually moves away from it. Not always, but you know what I mean? You can usually get that easier than side forward side. What do you think? Because in fighting, you know, which is more uh it honestly depends on the players the uh, ones used to side attacks versus the forward attacks I, well, I was thinking more along with their weight and oh. Oh. yeah <clears throat> and then, uh, you know the vampires that Eventually went to the side. Another hard so there. Looks like you're always adjusting the food. And then you can put pins in just to help you piss off. For some reason you're supposed to deteriorate in the, in the ankles. And I don't know why. But then Samson had the same thing. His weakness? Fucking hair. Weirdly enough. You know what? Uh... Goliath's weakness, middle of his forehead. And uh, getting him off the ground, I believe, too. I think he got his uh, power from below. I think, maybe, 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 maybe. Something makes me go, mm. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the myth is that you had to get the giants off their feet in order to defeat them. 
if they were on their feet, they were almost like indestructible. Which makes me think there's like a conduit type of thing. Because when you do your little chakra dance every morning, you raise your energy from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Mm. And you have to be like in root with the earth. Like it's best to like sit on your ass. me that conspiracy theory where the movies is what's actually going on in the government and they're testing them out on the public on how they'll react oh absolutely that's what everyone that's what uh He said they're testing everybody, testing the shit on everybody, seeing it so they can. And he's finding in the end. He he noticed that he never he never could die. I noticed I could never could die. I tried to die a few times. Never could. He, was, he actually got hit apparently by a fucking car. He got thrown up in the air, got put in the hospital, walked out. <laughs> that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he actually got hit, but then he just recovered, like, faster than he was supposed to. And he was like, what the fuck? I just got hit by a car. I shouldn't be walking out of here. But then here he is. And he was, he was, he was telling me the truth, because I literally can tell when people are lying to me. You know what I'm saying? If I continue, though, it's probably because of choice, or I want to kill people with kindness and be like, no, they can't be a snake as they, you know... Snake up you. here, but then you know Shay Farnsworth happened, so you know he proved me wrong. He proved I couldn't kill him with kindness. I tried again, Nico Knight sort of situation. So in other words, folks, he knew it was a fuck up and did it anyway. Uh, no, not that much of a fuck up. I really didn't think he was gonna like completely toss after all the fucking uh, child Ty gave. I did. Well. Child time. Broke that day, so well done, people. You broke him. He got rid of that fucking fantasy of hope. <laughs> That's what we're lying on to. Then he realized, alright, we're more fucked up than I could ever fucking anticipate. I mean, I could anticipate it, but I'm just like, holy shit. This means that, like, it doesn't really matter much about what I do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, as much as I fucking put into it, I'm not going to get out. So, essentially, go crazy. Make them literally have no predictable pattern on the, on the matter, then. So, here we are. It's more fun this way. It's like Robin Williams being fucking, uh, you know hurt but for different reasons you know what I'm saying in his fucking trailer and telling the kids uh don't do cocaine also don't do Shay seriously and that's a big thing that's actually metaphorically you know like a mustard seed parable 
Don't you, don't you shy. Do you think they're gonna get? Do you think they're gonna get it? The parable. No. They didn't get the master seed one either. So literally, not even like talking. Only uh, probably half the disciples even got it. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. Seriously. I know. I know. I know you weren't. You know, I just like to say seriously. They say you do it, but they say seer. And then they say, uh, uh, what do they say? They say, uh, word. What's that mean? I don't know. Word. That's what fucking Dustin said to me the other day. And he said it through Dad's text. Through, uh, Michael's text. How do you do that? Well, they were next to each other, whatever, playing, you know, for ultimate frisbee, because that's, like, what they... Which, which is cool, because at least they have a tradition that's more than just basically sitting around and watching fucking movies. You know, it's pretty much as close to my dad as I usually got. Just sitting there watching movies, you know. Terrible movies, by the way. Not good ones like yours. Yours are always good. Everyone. Even your... Even uh, John Nell, I'm gonna give it to her. She's a fucking good movie picker. You know what I'm saying? I, I would know, because I spent most of my life fucking watching movies. In a, in a movie basement thing. Yeah, the with the with retro colors and all those like you know different color shades of green. I think maybe maybe maybe. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to remember the movie room. I can't. I can I can remember the outline of it. <coughs> but yeah. Oh, you finished smoking this payroll now, baby. Yeah. Ready? I'm gonna show you, show you my childhood. Okay. 13 on, give me that. Remember the house I showed you, they burned down? And then they, it was still there. The yellow one, stucco, next to the carnival house, whatever, Victorian, wind was laid. 
13 above. We built the house. It was a little bigger. Had a big yard. Remember that? And drove to you. And drove it there. The house. No. Yes. Drove it to the house? I drove you to the, my third house in my history. I don't remember it, honey. Okay. Do you remember the carnival house at all? Like the fucking Victoria with like pink, blue, and it was like it had a it had like it had like basically you thought it burnt down i thought my house burned it didn't well, yeah. i thought it burned down and drove there and i was like oh my god it's still fucking up you know yeah. that gravel road or whatever my dad like fucking you yes, know plowed it okay good you're with me now in that house was this uh design i'm just uh trying to recreate it and it's uh inside i think was green and blue and whatever it was like retro circles do you know where the retro thing with the 70s or whatever 70 circles, everything was kind of a retro thing. You go to the fucking Joanne Crafts and you get like 70s fucking fabric with all the circles on it. And just like, you know, and then it had like uh, those things, the beads, the circle beads that you walk through and shit. Anyway, it was all the fucking rain, right? <coughs> but that's what Melanie decided to do. That's the theme. In this room, I'm thinking. No, I think it was like triangles or no, I don't remember. I really don't. Uh, it was funky. It was like it was whatever, but it had no windows because it was downstairs. This room was a it was a twi it was a uh, moonlight or a sunlight basement. What's that mean? Um, like the it's a t it's a two story house, but like. Uh, the first story is on a hill, so it's like, you know, there's, and then like, the front part's not exposed, but the back part is, has a door and windows and shit, and up the basement, and the basement on the bottom, bottom back of the basement is exposed, but front is, I don't know, daylight basement, anyways, but this is on the, in the front half, so there's no windows, this is on the ground, but we made it, <clears throat> and you'd walk downstairs, and then you'd, you'd, you'd walk to the back, of the, or you walk downstairs and then to the back of the, or the front of the house, but being in the basement, front of the house, you walk and you see these these drums. There's a drum set. Never sat there because I essentially didn't want to get judged by basically both two drummers in the house, and I was not a drummer at that time. You know what I'm saying? So kind of funny. I always note that. So I'm like, why did I ever play those things? Once in a while. But then just, Dustin would be like, No, you're not doing it right. And then you just move over, just like fucking perdiddle. We call perdiddle, where you do like, I'll show you perdiddle. I don't know. There's, there's so much logic. There's so much term. He went to school for it. You know, he had to, he had to learn all these terms. I don't. I do not know. But they tell me this. You go one two one two or one 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 two two 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 one one two two. But you change what you two two on the right first left right. Anyways, it's it's kind of a little. But in music, I find you use a lot. You know, you don't realize you're doing it, but you just do. But it's like the slow way to do it. Anyways, honestly, I just took the one thing I learned from my brother, Perdiddle, and I turned it into my drumming of today. That's all I learned, but um, just Perdiddle. Anyways, so we're back to this. So you see this thing, you see the drum set, but then you go into the little hallway. It's very dark, but you turn around or whatever. And then if you turn, away from, so you, you weren't watching, you're walking down the hall, and then, secondly, if you go down here, then you'll see my room right here, but it's got one window, because it's on the back side of the house, but in the basement, 
had the, it had blue walls and gray, blue and gray. That was it because I wanted to be real, real easy. And I was uh, in, into cows. I just turned it into blue, gray, and then just put cows everywhere. Cow print. I had a bed just cow print spots. I don't want to say that. Because <sighs> I was apathetic back then, I didn't give shit. And people kept on asking me what I wanted. And I was immaterial. So I just told them, give me cow shit. Before that was Superman, but I, I got so much Superman shit, it just got overwhelming because I, I started to hate him. You know, I didn't want to see that fucking S sign everywhere. I mean, I even had a rock garden that had the S sign. You know what I mean? It was black and white rock. With a purple end, though. And the hammock swing thing. I just laid out there. With my dog, Jacoby. He's heel catcher in fucking Hebrew. You can blame my Michael for that one. He's looking back to the Bible and just had the phone. Anyways. Because he was always on my dad's heels. It was cute. It was kind of like that, that, that cat that was like super, like, you know, man focused. I was, it was funny. That's what I was analyzing this morning. On mute was uh, the difference with what the cat did with the male versus the female in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I was examining his behavior. It was very cute. And very much, like, kind of scary. Because the dogs and cats, especially cats, well, dogs can do it just depends. Uh, especially, like, pit bulls. And if they get attached to one owner, I worry that other owners, they, they will kill. In a way. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I could see that there was jealousy on the cat, uh, on the girl. That's what's scary. They don't know this, but maybe they don't know this. I don't know. Um, they the cat behaves differently with the girl than the guy. The girl, perhaps, right, was brought into the guy. The guy had the cat, and so they just, maybe, maybe they bought it together, but then the kid, I don't know. I think I just... They rescued it together. Something. But then it attached, it attaches usually to one sometimes, especially to wild creatures, like wolves. <laughs> if there's kind of wolf in there, you know, they'll attach to one, and then if there's basically... They'll, then they'll, they'll have, like, almost a bond, almost a very... Sec a, a relational bond. Almost like a couple, and so then I've just I've heard it where like you know if another couple comes in and does like something the cat doesn't like it'll attack them, you know what I'm saying like attack the girlfriend or attack the boyfriend whatever vice versa whoever wherever it imprinted on. It's very weird, very interesting animal behavior on that, but there's actually a very much a uh, complex relational soul thing going on between animal and human, you know love, uh, uh, envy, you know, jealousy, those type of types are being actually pronounced within the animal kingdom. I'm like, what the fuck? How is this possible? But it is. It just is. So you have to be careful, you know? I almost want to text him and be like, is there any, uh, you know, animosity that happens between if there's, especially when they're hungry and shit, when, like, their, their instinctual thing comes out, holy shit, I'm like, like the, on the, on the I wouldn't own a wild cat like that because every single people person I've known that's owned wild cats like that they have turned. Yeah, and, and, and then it's, and it's just one time, but one time is all they uh, uh, get in the human world because you know once you kill twenty eight kids you got no more kids allowed to play. You know, if one one got one one cat kills a person there's no more cats. Oh, well, someone's like that sucks. 
because when uh, when someone like dies, like humans are not okay with death, and I think we should be okay, more okay with death. Honestly, I think that death is an honor. Especially to the, the immortal think that. They want to die. You know, don't It's very easy to be able to look at death as an honor if you have, like, the perspective of an immortal. And you look at death so differently. But I look at death differently. I'm not saying I'm immortal. I'm saying I am crazy enough to apply the perspective and really believe it for at least five minutes and during that five minutes my brain gets fucked okay and then I'm trying to come back almost like coming back from the Vietnam War as a, just a dad you can't just you can't you just can't you know you're just a Vietnam dad now I'm now an immortal wannabe dad now you know people don't talk about what that Vietnam War did they did do they Kenny, will you get me some more? Thank you. Theory. Oops, I brought the spoon. Um, self introspection. I'm gonna share. Share my soulmate. With self introspection, no one gives a shit. Besides soulmates, did you know this? Not even your mother or father care give a shit. About mm, what I'm about to share in a second. Self-introspection, the progression of who I am and what it makes me and what, why I am the way I am. Hey, what is that in there? There's black in it. That's two browns. Never mind.
really am good. That's why I said, never mind, honey. It turned my tummy. Okay. I was going to say your boo was genius. And seeped all of it. I went to it with another coffee to the thing, and then for it for it for that. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. There was one black thing on the spoon. It went into the cup. One floating round of coffee is now in the cup. You know what I'm saying? So now, the entire experiment is now just botched. And now I'm just like, you know what? It's not my coffee. I try another. You did, my love. So, I think I might uh, be a dad who lost a daughter to leukemia in my past life. Because? Um, I'm looking at what makes me cry for no fucking reason. Everything? No. Yes. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Honey, I see you cry when you sing a song. Yeah, but I'm thinking about leukemia. I don't know. Fuck. You know what I'm saying, dude? That's, that's, not, that's not even a true thing. It is true. Think about it. Mm-hmm. I have, and I'm still saying it's not true. Anyways. So, there's particular things that, uh, you know, create an up uprisal beyond what Kat, you know, propo is proposing over there. Mm -hmm. So, this is apparently why I basically keep my fucking uh, you know, self-introspections to myself. Because apparently people out there are just like, you cry all the time. Like, give me my own commentary, which I actually like. Fucking by the way. Anyways, keep doing it, because you're a bitch. Anyways. Um, I also think that I might have been a Vietnam uh, soldier that just died, and potentially just died with a cancer kid at home. I don't know. Just combine it, or is it two different lifetimes? I don't know yet. But I cry about both of those things hyperatumely. And no, and basically, uh, just uh, I don't know. Just kind of, I can can relate to it way too much. And why? I don't know. But I'm just relieving. I'm just like, stop it. You, didn't, you weren't even part of either of those timelines. Fuck you. But here I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I can't control this shit. <coughs> I also thought it was interesting. They did. There's a Vietnam trap section somewhere. And they go and they go side to side. And they show all those traps that Viet Cong used. And all the different ones. Like basically the cut in the floor of mother type of thing. Where you just like, you know, get your leg uh, impaled by a bunch of like these... Uh, knife things, projections, that just like clamp in like a fucking bear thing. Or just like, you know, trap you, sheath you through these, like, you know, they just, the, your own weight cuts you up with like just sharp aluminum things that go That's crazy. And cheap, 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 cheap to make, you know, all these things. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, damn, we should do that outside of our fucking own place. I'm gonna make these old Viet Cong traps. I'm gonna really learn from the best. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. 
I really, I, I kind of like thought about it. I, there was a part of me actually was weeping and crying about it, but then at the same time, I was like, you know what? Stoically, I'm gonna apply this fucking like you know genius to kill things. What am I gonna kill? I don't know. Something that wants to kill me. The best offense is the best defense. Anyways, so don't come visit. You know that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Had to experience of Viet Cong. <laughs> Actually, uh, Dad had a friend in Missouri that uh, when we went to visit him, Dad parked us half a mile down the road and made his way through the property to let him know we were there. So that he, because even the gate had fucking traps on it. Now, there was one time that we went to visit my dad's friend, and it was me and Stevie and dad. Ruby was at work, and then a couple of dad's friends, and they were bitten on bets. And dad was like, you know what? They, I guess they had served together. Dad was like, you know what? I'm the motherfucker that always has to go through there with y'all's messages, and you go get him. I'll sit here with my kids. And so he said, then, we heard the kaboom of one of them going off. Dad sat up in the front seat and he goes, holy shit. I should have done it. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And then he starts driving the car down towards the gate. And uh, come to find out, it wasn't one of the guys that got hurt. It was they were so shocked at what they found that they turned and tripped one, but reacted enough not to get hurt. Dude had had a fucking heart attack in the middle of the field and was laying out in the field dead. They thought he was like taking a break from his garden and just laying there for a minute. So they had this whole like sneak up thing on him to shock him and surprise him. And the surprise was he was laying there dead. And when one of them, like, started backing off real quick, he hit something to for one of the mines around the garden. And that's the kaboom that we heard. We never got to, Dad didn't let us go in or anything. Me and Stevie was so excited because... He was a tunnel rat. He was one of them they sent down into the tunnels. <laughs> and then you can't trust your own government, and so then, like, you are wrecked. Fuck it. And then there's no one to come back to talk about. Oh, no. It. That's why Daddy went when he was starting to... Like, Dad checked on him regularly. Do you know because you saw where he was almost split all the time. Every time he go over, it was on the man was about on split mode. And he's like, no, no. I know where your head's at, but don't go for too far too fast. Well, and Dad really thought he had just killed one of his friends by sending him in. I know, but after that time, but that was like for a part, what, just because it was his birthday or something? Uh, no, it was an anniversary. 
It was an important anniversary. Dad and his vet friends didn't give a fuck if they were called baby killers or not. They celebrated surviving that fucking war. Mm. And uh, they would meet and, like, have dinners or barbecues or uh, sometimes it was just, I don't know, sometimes we went out, sometimes it was at one of the houses. Hardly ever at his house. Me and Stevie got to go with Dad to check on him. And the farthest we ever got was the porch because the porch was safe. Like, we couldn't even go out and play in the yard. Do you know what I mean? Like, Dad was like, nope, you're right here on the porch. And if you don't like it, you can go sit in the car. <laughs> He's like, um, by the time you try to get to that tree's okay, you'll be dead. That tree's too much cover. It's completely surrounded. But the reason Dad could get through the minefields and shit is because he did it to his own house to a certain degree. No, I didn't. That's ridiculous. Dad wouldn't do that. But um, when we in our backyard, the very, very back of the fence that would go up to somebody else's house or to an alley or whatever, he'd put a three feet fence between that fence and the yard we could play in. And Dad put mines in that motherfucker. So if you jumped his fence, you could blow up. You come out of that alley into our yard and your ass is dead. Or if the cops come over, that was a good one when the I was gonna say, bro, I'm like, if the cops, Dick and Dandy, my time yeah, if Dick and Dandy get blown up, people are not gonna be Dick and Dandy about it, and they're they're not gonna find you um, exonerated just because you oh, happen no, to like take. Off. He did get off because he had signs posted. Oh, bombs! Uh, he had signs posted. <laughs> bombs away. <laughs> uh, no trespassing. Enforced with death. Are deadly. I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but the way that it was worded, it actually covered that. Yes, motherfucker, we have weapons for you. So somehow on the wording, they changed that. Matter of fact, it was in California when I was a baby. The fuck. After he came back from Vietnam, I don't remember it personally. I was too young. But uh, Ruby loves telling that story. How. The cops come over the back fence thinking they were gonna SWAT team at that. That's it. That's what I was saying. That's terrifying. And three of them got blown right back over the fence. One died immediately. Oh my god. This is a real story. This is a real fucking life story. I don't have uh, no one. No one around here has bombs. Probably like. Buried outside their fence line. Hey, motherfuckers out there, any of y'all have bombs?
throwing bricks through their windows and yeah. Treated even worse than the Southerners. 